Hey, Rich, how are you? I'm doing well. What's going on? You got I'm, a topic for us on Ziadi Ford? I just got back from out of town. I'm, I, you know, I feel like this podcast is, ele, you know, elevates above topics. It floats above topics because it's the just conversation an, is so rich and the personalities are so interesting. Just an ongoing conversation between two of America's most interesting guys. Can, can I share something that could potentially sabotage the entire premise of this podcast? I mean, pretty much every time we do this, we're pretty, we're close to the ledge. I'm lousy at taking advice. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Okay. No, 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 absolutely not. Absolutely. I don't know. That's a qualified statement. I uh, I know. I'm trying to be dramatic here, Paul. You are um, a person where if you are set in your, you tend to stick with a decision once made. Yes. And you make decisions very quickly. I do. So that is a combination that has. I don't know. It's, to be clear, I actually like, everybody's worst qualities are also their best qualities. That also turns you into a motive force who can get a startup launched or an agency built. Yes. Right. Like that's that's fun to be around for me because I tend to be like, I like to process and think it all through. So okay, all right. So you've said the statement. You're bad at taking advice. I want to make a case, except for this podcast, mm. that you should be very wary of advice. And oh, a, fair a, enough. And advice can can really, it can do a few different things that are bad. There's a few things that are good, but it can do a few things that are bad. This is, okay, this is a, a special subject for me, right? Because I, people fantasize that there is a magic source of information and, yeah. and a set of advice. Like a, a great example is hustle culture. Yes. On, where there, there's a, here are the checkboxes in order to become a millionaire. Yeah. You see this in Twitter threads lately. Oh, it's I kind love. of because like, I built a $2 million business in 12 months. Let me tell you how. Mm-hmm. Thread. Yeah, they, they, people love this. They love to give advice. They love it. Well, I think I think I, I want to share a few things. I can bullet this out. All right, okay. let's go. Bullet one. Bullet one. When someone gives you advice, you have by default, usually, usually, if you are seeking advice, it is because you are in a position of cost or benefit. You're in a dangerous place, and they are not. Correct. They are observing you. They are effectively a bystander that's been asked, not bystander, you may know them very well, it doesn't matter. It's your skin in the game, not theirs. So should I quit my job and write a novel? And I go and I ask a famous novelist. I've given the quit your job advice incorrectly for many years in my life because I thought people were like me. Mm. And it was bad advice. Mm -hmm. Because... I would tell them, I've been disappointed with people because I view them as not seeing how good they are. I was like, you don't even know how good you You're are. You're so valuable. Why are you working at some giant Why? company? You could be... Bummed. I have a friend who has been yelling. I'm, I'm successful kind of by any measure, I'm going to say. I'm not billionaire successful, but I don't keep score that way. I've, I've had freedom. I've made money. I've done well. Mm-hmm. I have a friend who has been yelling at me for the last 12 years that I'm doing everything wrong. 
I'm not even kidding. This is true. I know this friend. He, every single time Rich talks to him, he's like, why would you do that? Why would you start an agency? Exactly. Why would you create another startup? You could work, and exactly. he works in the most boring industry. On the yes. face of the, I'm not even going to name it. Just think about something really boring. Yes. He's very successful, and he's like, why wouldn't you come and do the incredibly boring And you thing? know what's ironic there is he thinks the world of me. He oh, thinks guys- I've limited my potential. And when I tell people to quit their jobs, that's me saying, why are you doing that? You're great. And you know what? They don't want to hear that they could do better. It's a very, it's, I thought I was pumping them up and making them feel good. And it turns out what I was telling them, what I was shining a light on was the fact that, that they didn't want to take that leap. I'm going to tell you, I'm at a stage in my life. I'm a writer. I, I kind of, in the, I am in the professional advice and counsel. And, and People seek your advice a lot. Mm-hmm. No one ever will listen to anything. <laughs> all your bullet points let's just get straight to the marrow we're doing an advisory podcast no one ever will listen to anything i have never known anyone to listen to a single piece of advice yeah. um i mean sometimes sure people will be like i but they, they come to you for validation we should just call this ziadi and ford validators Th- this is where i was actually getting to which is when you seek someone's advice, you pretty much want them to validate what you want to do. That's right. That is just fact. That's, That's right. 90% of the time. Most of the advice I give starts with these words. You're going to do whatever you want to do. Mm, interesting. But I'll tell you what I see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. The only advice that I have that I think truly is universal is if you want a thing, you need to stand next to other people who have the thing. If you want to be That's rich, great advice. go stand next to people with money. You want to be a famous writer, you better go stand next to Network p- yeah. and get to know and learn and pitch, be pitch open. articles to magazines. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's right. Right. And that advice may be good. And I think humans are funny though, right? Because there is a vast multi-zillion dollar here's how to get it industry. The consulting world. Yes. Management. Let's talk, let's talk people not everyone knows what management consulting is. Management consulting is literally the the profession of telling people what they should go do, but then not doing it with them. So this is <laughs> when you go to the airport, <laughs> when you get off in like let's say Denver, because yeah. you'll see an Accenture logo. <laughs> you wanna like ski and smoke yeah. weed. And there's this Accenture logo or Price Waterhouse Coopers or McKinsey or whoever. And it's yeah. If somebody is advertising in an airport, that's probably, and you have no idea what they are, they're very likely a consulting firm. Yeah. So, and look, they, we're oversimplifying because Accenture has call centers all over the world and they do a lot of stuff. But who, why would you call a McKinsey? You're calling McKinsey because your margins are, went from 18% to 16 to 14 and you want to know how to turn it around. Right. And your board has said you have to do something about this. Yeah. That's right. And McKinsey's promise is that because they are consultants, so it's this sort of fait accompli, right? Like because they look inside of all the companies, yeah. they know how to fix the problems yes. because they've seen it so many times. Yes. And then they come and they inevitably fire about like 75% it's of the workforce. It's the easiest thing force. to do. Yeah. It's the easiest thing to do. Like you, a lot, the other option is investment. But going back to advice, I think the thing you can do there's, there's a couple things you can do. First off, take advice. You should not not take advice, mm-hmm. okay? But synthesize it. You've already made up your mind, like we were saying before. And what you're getting is perspectives. What the most dangerous you can do is get advice from one person. 
that's like the most because there's that's one data point yes. from one perspective from one individual and so a lot of listening and a lot of like varied opinions and varied perspectives is a wonderful thing but let's be real here have you ever seen what when doctors talk about compliance what that's like no oh my god so no one takes their pills hmm you took your pills i take my pills no one takes their pills it's no like a known problem doctors say oh yeah this there are apps there's all sorts of systems to help you remember to take your pills um no one you know there are right now in new york city 75 doctors are saying these words i need you to exercise about 20 minutes a day <laughs> right and sure. about one person will exercise i mean that's the hardest ask right and there is a world of like if you open the new york times like every two days there's an article 20 minutes of exercise a day will make your the yeah the seven minute workout every, from the new york times is legendary everything right? will be better for yeah. everyone if you just do this thing. take a walk nobody that's does what they it. tell old people if take you walk, walk it turns out it's uh, really really aerobic like exercise yeah. and being in the sun is good for you wow that's a people that's a revelation people like you know what people like shortcuts this is what it's about, right? Okay. Watch six. They like recommendations too. Like if you watch Succession on TV, mm-hmm. no one ever wants to hear the real advice, which is you got work to do. Yeah, you know what? And you know what? It's going to be really humiliating because you're not good at it. <laughs> well, you, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Don't don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me on this one. Like you're good at other things. Just don't do this. Or or accept that you're going to be humiliated and you're about to have a really rough eighteen months. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what are we getting at here? Take advice, listen to advice. You've probably already made your, up your mind. You're seeking validation for the thing you're going to do. You're going to do, um, synthesize advice, like meaning bake it in, get it from different places. Don't talk to just one person. Humans are funny. You ever seen anyone who's like about to have an affair and you're like, Hey, don't do that. That's actually going to wreck everything in your life. And they're like, Oh yeah, you're right. I gotta stop. I've literally gotta... been through that exact situation. <laughs> oh I tried God. to convince someone not to do it, and yeah, then yeah. they came in the next day all disheveled. They're and, like, "What'd you do?" And then they're like, "Do you know a good divorce lawyer?" Exactly. It was, it was just over. a catastrophe. And maybe they need to get divorced, but it's like, don't do it that way. Yeah. No. 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 It, look, I, I think uh, I'm going to speak for myself, but I'm, I think this 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 relates to a lot of people. When someone has is coming to someone with a vision of a, or a direction they want to go, like with some ambition around it. And that other person starts to sort of punch holes in it. It's actually bad. It's good to hear about the, the risks and the challenges around some dream that you want to go chase. But they are not you. Like you have to have an ounce of delusion to mm-hmm. do anything big. And yes. so even there... Take in that advice so that you can sort of create defense mechanisms around the things they're telling you are going to hit you, that hazards ahead, but don't let it discourage you. And I'm not saying follow your dreams. What I'm saying well, is they, they're not you. Let they're me just give, not you. Let me give you two things, right? Like one, the narrative of just about every successful person includes the, and then they told me I couldn't. Right. So Every time. That is I a, was just saw yesterday, I saw an interview with the, the founder of Airbnb and it was like the 25th VC gave him yes. some money, like a little bit of money. And, and he'd been rejected left and right, left and right, left and right. And credit to him for like a lot of people would just go home. 
they're like, okay, let's brush up. Let's dust off the resume. It's time to go get no, a job. No, keep going. He kept going. And, you know, that's a that's a belief and that that's a little bit of delusion. It, you need a bit of it. You well, here's, of it. this is real. No, I know, and that, this isn't just to succeed. We all need a little delusion just to get through life. <laughs> here's the awkward thing about all of this, right? Stubbornness is the only thing that's going to get you through if you yeah. want to do something hard. And then it's really tricky because you can be too stubborn and not give up at the right time. Sometimes you do need to give up and figure out what what is going to work. Well, I think I think let's do a final bit of advice here. This is a very packed advice mm. podcast. Well, it's about a meta. Advice. It's a meta advice. The best advice you're going to get mm-hmm. is when you're you're moving forward on your journey and the world gives you feedback, whether it be users are signing up and not using it, or no users are signing up, or someone tweeted out that it had this issue or that. Essentially, and I'm speaking in terms of software, but it's really anything. If you're going down a certain journey, the unspoken like signals are the real signals. They're exactly right, actually, because they are the world reacting. And the biggest mistake you can make is to dig it, dig your heels and say, well, the world's wrong and I'm going to keep going. There are, if you are an artist, you can do that. That's a great point. You can do that. That is an artist who says, you know, the world is not going to give me a living, but I'm going to continue to make my ceramics. This is my expression. And it's important to me. And if the world catches up, good for the world. Yeah. That's a specific personality. That's a specific personality. But that's someone who can afford to do their stuff in kind of in a constrained, controlled way. If you're making software, if you're doing, if you have to feed your family, you got to listen to the world. There's no way around it. I can't fix that for you. If you open a restaurant, it turns out nobody wanted snail sandwiches. And you're like, wait a minute, I can just go get like um, grilled cheese. I can, I'll, I'll pivot and call it a grilled cheese sandwich place. Change. Yeah. You have to be willing to change. This you is the, think this your is the vision, hardest thing as an advisor to be when people come to me and ask essentially like, how do I reconstruct the world so that it appreciates me? <laughs> it's not happening, dude. And it's just like, do you know how many years of abject humiliation I have experienced? <laughs> exactly. Right? Like, and so what you have to do is be willing to change and be flexible. And that's, you know, people call it in the startup world, the pivot or whatever. But it's not even a full-blown explicit pivot. It could just be a, a little tweaks here and there. It could be your messaging. Constantly, constantly move and bob and weave. Right? This, Take that this from implies the world. Something, though. This implies something really important. I think this is like the last piece of advice here, which is, if it's not out in the world, which means that you are going to risk criticism, feedback, all sorts of bad things, mm-hmm. you can't get that feedback and figure out what the next thing to do is. Right. So right. what happens I see a lot of is humans hold stuff close to the vest. They want to get it just right before it goes out so that everybody can see how smart and good they are. Get out and learn. It's, I've been there. I've been there a million times. Yeah. The longer you hold on the less likely it is you'll be able to react quickly. Yep. Get it out. Get out and learn. And this is sounding like just advice, narrow advice for entrepreneurs, but it's not. It could be it could be a teacher who's coming up with a curriculum and mm-hmm. it, could, it could be all kinds of things. Get that advice, synthesize it, don't take it wholesale. Keep a little bit of delusion. You know, in a future episode, we should talk about my writing career and how it came to be. That sounds great. Yeah, we should, I'll, I'll explain what happened. That's wonderful. And then I'll talk about my 
legal career and, and how, how you, I quit four months after school. threw it in the garbage, yes. Um, All right. Well, this was an action-packed uh, Ziadi and Ford Advisors episode. Well, we're about to have a, a big phone call. We got to get on this phone call. Let's so get on. Let's get on the horn. Let's get on the horn. All right, everyone, have a lovely week. Bye. Oh, hello at ZiadiFord.com and at ZiadiFord on Twitter, and give us—I don't know—whatever number of stars. Five you think stars, six stars. Okay. Bye. Bye.